Hey, in our earlier message about the uh, seeking revenge on people, I told the story about a guy at the gym, and and that was just part of the puzzle of something that's been going on with me for the past year. And uh, I want to talk to you about the firsthand reality that I've come to face-to-face. -face. You may have ahead of me or you may hereafter, but I wanted to share it with you because it has the potentiality to bring you to more light uh, through the experience that, uh, that I've had years ago. I came to God by faith, and uh, that was a, an amazing event where I was humbled. Uh, in that in the presence of God I was humbled by who he where I spiritually came to understand who he was and who I was in relation to him which was nothing and I began uh, a walk that started with for two years I would pray every morning as I drove to a school of ministry for God to increase my faith and I've said this before when God increases your faith what he does is he challenges your faith you know, he gives you circumstances where you are left to try to uh, decide if you're going to trust in him or you're going to trust in yourself. And he increased my faith magnificently. And I learned when you ask God something, he will bring what the desires of your hearts are to fruition. It's not always fun, but he'll do it. And so the old adage, be careful what you wish for, comes into play. I then, after I felt like I had moved on to understanding faith a lot better and started to live by faith, I then asked God to help me learn to love better. I have a problem with loving other people, uh, ones who specifically annoy me and, and, and confront me, and uh, that's a problem in my flesh. And so, like I said last week, I want revenge or I want to get back. And again, over the years on out to today, he's done this. And what he's done by teaching me to love unconditionally is put people in my path that are difficult to love. And they present these things and you are left with the decision of, are you gonna love them selflessly, sacrificially and insufferably? Or are you going to turn to your own will and love yourself and treat them the way your flesh wants to? So I prayed for an increase of faith and love and I got it. And then I, I prayed for a shorter time to understand hope. And I came, faith, love, and hope, 1 Corinthians 13. I thought, you know, hope, I learned, is an expectation. Help me to expect the promises in Scripture to be there after this life. Increase my hope, my expectation that, God, you will perform what you say you will do. And again, asking God to increase hope. He seems to have done that to some extent. So about a year ago, I did... I get up early in the morning. I sit looking out over uh, the city below where I live. We live in a small place. I'm looking down above the city. And I started to think I need to understand humility. And so I prayed that he would teach me and lead me to humility. And I learned a very, very, very difficult lesson. That we can go to God and we can ask him for things and he will give us the desires of our heart. And I really prayed that he would show me and help me understand personal humility. Well, like with love, he brings difficult people to love in your place. And like with faith, he challenges things so that you'll choose to show your faith or not. 
With humility, it's interesting because the scripture often speaks of human beings humbling themselves. Humbling themselves. That means in the face of a situation, you choose to take the humble route. It's a choice. And that I understood. But I invited God to come in and teach me humility. Very, very different picture. It's a very different process. You see, when people come to faith, their humility is there because they understand who God is, who they are, and they're humbled in the presence of that. If you go on in the faith for a long period of time and you're walking with God and you're increasing in faith and love and his spirit is abiding with you and you're walking in that spirit and then you ask him to show you, to bring you to a place of humility, then what happens is you are confronted with what you look like without him. In other words, he might pull back. And he might say, you want humility, Sean? Let me show you what you're like if I'm not in the picture. Oh, well, I've been walking with him for 20 years. I understand the scripture. I've changed personally. I've grown in love and faith. Yes, I'm doing great, right? You know, I became maybe a little bit arrogant in the faith, which is, which is paradoxical. So what does God do? He pulls back. And you want to have an experience of humility before God. Invite him to make you humble instead of you humbling yourself. Because when that happens, you see what you really are without him. You see what it's like, even if you've walked with God for 20 years, to detach from the vine. You see what's in your flesh. And you know what I discovered? I'm the same rat bastard I was years ago without him. I'm cold, I'm hard, I'm vicious, I'm revengeful, I'm self-indulgent, I'm selfish, I won't suffer for anybody, my mouth becomes egotistical. Truly, I'm sharing with you from my heart these things I've gone through because it was a stunning revelation to me at that what I am when I'm extracted out of who he is in me is a pile of dirt. It's, it's absolutely true. And so I want to share that with you. I also learned in this process of understanding humility better. I think I've been able to see what humility really amounts to in human beings when they embrace it as believers. And what I think it is, is when a person refuses to get angry at a situation. That humility plays itself out in you saying, I don't have a right to get angry at another person, at their words, at their actions. I'm not in a position to do that. Let God be the judge. Let God be the, venge the one who gives revenge. It won't be me. Because it's pride that causes us to get angry in the face of something. That's what I realized too. Is that if somebody cut me off, my pride would be, I never do that, you idiot. Instead of humility, which is I'm capable of doing that and I've done that too. 
when someone does something, it's pride that thinks we can sit on the throne and judge people. But it's humility that says, I don't have anything to say in the face of this, no matter what it is. And so in my experience of learning to have faith and learning to have love and learning to have hope and this last one, I don't really don't recommend it to anybody. I was left on my face, really, in the desert. I drove out to the desert on my face, ashamed of what I am without him. And my flesh was revealed for what it is, not worth a damn. And I'm so grateful that the spirit that we abide by lives in us. Yeah, it can become hard to find. And yeah, it, it fades and, and gets stronger. But that this flesh is going to the grave. And that this stuff that has no value for me as a, in my mind, will, or emotion as a soul, it's going to the grave. And what remains is what will go to God. And, that, and what remains is what he has built up, not what I've done. Just thought I'd share that experience with you on this weekly message. God bless you. We love you.